Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Mike Grab Weekly Podcast, episode 22 for October 27th, 2017. The last podcast for October. I hope you're well. hope you had a great week, uh, as I always wish that you have at the end of the podcast. Um, I had a very eventful week, so there's definitely... Hang on, as I adjust myself... That's very sus sounding as I adjust the microphone position just because I started to sit up because I know that I'm actually going to talk about what I got up to now. Now, I actually had, for the first time in a while, a relatively decent eventful week. So I might just kick right into that. Uh, I left you on the last podcast saying that um, my buddy and I were going to go see the comedian Chris D'Elia live. Oh, my God. <clears throat> so we... Um, Sorry. Uh, we had plans to go see him, and we did, which I will get to. Um, but then we had plans that we were going to go out to town afterwards. And we did that. Um, I went out to town with him a couple of weeks ago, but we got a hotel, uh, which is cool. Like It's cool to get a hotel and stuff, but when it was just the two of us, you're like, oh, that can that can be like a bit expensive and it's just, is that an extra expense that's super necessary and then he says no nah, my brother lives um relatively close to adelaide we can just crash there so i was like awesome like what if we get what if we meet some girls he gives a fuck anyway so yeah we um pulled up to his brother's house and little did I know, this man has three fucking cats. And, like, I've never really... I don't think I've ever really portrayed myself on the podcast to be, like, an animal guy. I don't know. But I fucking love animals. Like, and I fucking love cats, man. I fucking love cats and dogs. Basically, like, the best way I've heard it described is that when someone says they love animals, it just means they love dogs. Which is pretty spot on, but I also love cats. Yeah, he had two Persian cats and a hairless cat. And the hairless cat was the most fucking affectionate cat I've ever met in my whole life. It was fantastic. <laughs> Part of me was just thinking, fuck the comedy show. I'm just going to hang out with all these guys the night. Night is set. Uh, so yeah, we did that. Dropped all our shit off and then we went to, uh, to see Chris D'Elia alive. And I'm, I definitely need to see more stand up, and hopefully, uh, towards it, considering it's getting towards the end of the year, there might be more tours here. Or come fringe season, there's definitely more tours. But fuck, man, I just every time I go to a stand up show, I always forget how good they are. Obviously, if they're a good stand up comedian, like seeing live comedy is so cool. I really need to do it more. Um, and what surprised me the most about going to see Chris, um, Chris D'Elia, was he was playing at a venue called the Arkabar Hotel in Adelaide. Well, like a couple k's out of Adelaide. Um, I was certain that, like, I would have put money on it, on the fact that he would have been lucky to feel three quarters of it 
and uh, my friend and I rocked up there a little bit later than we wanted to, just because our phone reception and shit couldn't get Uber, uh, couldn't get a taxi or anything. So, but we eventually sorted a ride out. We walk in there. Literally no spare seats in the audience area. He'd packed it out, like, and the way that the Arkabar Hotel is set up, there were areas around there, like, um, because it's a pub and they do, like, live music and stuff there, there's, like, um, I guess you'd call it the quote-unquote pit area, where, like, the general crowd would stand and they're sitting there, and then they've got these areas around where there's, like, little tables and shit set up, and it was so packed that my friend and I had to stand there and watch him, but it was perfect because we had this little armrest like, we were just leaning over on this armrest, so we just chilled out watching him. It was awesome. And, like, because <laughs> I've been following Chris D'Elia since, like, 2013. So, to actually see him do that, I felt, for a dude that I don't know, I was like, oh, I'm almost proud of him. Is this weird? Yes. But, hey, it's real. Um, And his opening act, and I cannot remember his opening act's name, unfortunately... Um, it's this ginger guy from Adelaide who's really quite funny. I'll need to try to find his name so I can watch him um, perform locally. But yeah, Chris D'Elia killed it. I really, really hope he comes back now. And there's every chance that he will, considering his tours seem to have fucking all had a whole bunch of people at them. He's doing five shows in Melbourne, which is crazy. Um... Then my friend and I, after the show, <laughs> wiped the tears <laughs> from our eyes because we were laughing pretty hard, um, hopped in a cab and went into the city, got a bloody burrito, and then went out on the town. On the bloody town over there, mate. Um, we met up with some friends that, uh, well, my buddy that I was with, we met up with some guys that he knows that he works with that we're all kind of friends with. And we ended up at, um, well, to begin with, we went and got a burrito, yeah, had a beer. By the way, I, I've, because I've been trying to get into, like, alcohol and, like, wine and stuff lately, I've been trying to get into, kind of, beer and stuff, too. Like, try different things to know, like, oh, yeah, if you just want to chill out and have a beer, this is what I might have. And I tried that um, at Zambrero's. Uh, we got a couple burritos, and I'm just like, yeah, can I get a Cooper's Pale? Fuck, man. That was like eating two burritos in itself. I couldn't finish the fucking thing. Like, and I know there's probably people like, oh, you're a pussy. Like, it's... That shit was a chore, man. I felt like I was drinking fucking gravy. So, I know that that's a beer I got to avoid. Shit was hefty, man. Like, <laughs> I felt significantly heavier after drinking it. Whereas if you have something like, I don't know, super dry or something, you, it's pretty relaxing. You feel pretty good. I don't know, man. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but that's just how I felt. Um. Anyway, we met up with these guys. We all met up together and had our big old group. Uh, We were going to go to this venue called the Belgian Beer Cafe near Ebenezer Place to meet up with my friend, with my other friend who was um at the uh, Adelaide United Melbourne Victory match that night, which unfortunately I had to miss to see Chris D'Elia, but at the same time, it was worth it to miss because D'Elia was awesome. Anyway, um, 
We were going to go there, but that was super out of the way considering the fact that um, we were all, where we were planning to go to town and everything was all on the other side of um, like Rundle Mall. And we weren't really going to end up on that area. And I didn't want to... Like, I could have done it if it was just me. I have no problem walking around Adelaide and all that shit. But it's just... When there's five guys and it's like, Hey, man, we've settled into this venue. Let's go walk to another completely different venue. It's just really fucking hard. So then my friend came over and just hung out with us there, which was awesome. We um hung out for a little bit at um the little pub on Hindley, which I, I, I am undecided how I feel about that as a venue. Like, uh, granted, it is rather little, so they're staying true to the name. Um, I've never felt more like I might get, like, I might get a girl's number or I might get stabbed. Like, it's a fucking weird place to be, man. Like, I don't really know how to describe the vibe in there, but it's just odd. Like, you're sitting around where they'd have, um, like, in what would be their dining room, and you sit in these chairs, and you push back a little bit, and, like, the fucking things almost fold in on you. They're rough. But we're sitting there, and we're like, man, these are the cheapest drinks I've ever seen in my life. So you're loading up on those before you go to, you know, a more established venue, I guess I should say. But now we hung out there, had some beers, had some drinks and shit, had a, went through a couple jugs and hung out with some friends, which was awesome. Um, and I ran into my buddy Rip, like, my buddy Rip came to see us, which was awesome, and apparently I, like, because I hung out with him the other day, and I was like, I was on the way to being fucked when I saw you, and he said, no, you seemed, he said something along the lines of me seeming okay, so that's nice. Look at me bragging about drinking. I know, growing up. <laughs> Jesus, that's what I get for trying to be funny. Um, then after that, we uh, decided to go to good old Rocket Bar, hang out on the rooftop. It was awesome as well, though, because it's the first time I've ever gone to the rooftop and not had to wait in line. We just bloody walked right through, which was amazing. Um, just hung out upstairs the whole night, really. We didn't really feel the need to go anywhere else. I was saying to one of the guys there, I was like, I guarantee you, you're going to end up at Red Square tonight. But he bloody didn't. I'll commend him for that. Like, I would have put money on the fact that he was going to end up there. He likes the dirtier venues. Um, uh, but no, Rocket's awesome, man. I think that's going to become my kind of, on the very rare occasions that I do go to town, I think that's going to, um, I think that's going to become my go-to place because it's you don't it's not like a club it's a it's like a very social pub that doesn't feel like a pub it's awesome and we saw a bunch of people like saw a bunch of people that are coming from this hardcore show that was playing that night too that I unfortunately had to miss out on so I just chatted with these random dudes about how the band was that played and then I fucking ran into this girl, got a number. It's like, tonight was a good night. Like, it's just, it was awesome to hang out. Because there's so many times that I've gone to town back in the day. Fucking back in the jury. Where it's like, 
there's almost an agenda before you decide to leave. Like, we're going to go get shit-faced, then we're going to try to hook up with some girls. Which almost certainly would never work. But you would get very drunk. Um, But I'm trying to do this thing where I kind of let life flow a bit better. In the sense of, I'm not planning like, oh, this is what I hope happens tonight. Like, I'm trying to have the mindset of, um, instead of, oh, I hope I see someone out tonight so I can do it. It's like, oh, I'm trying to change it to, I just hope tonight is fun. Like, it's, and it's not like lowering my expectations, but it's just being more, I don't know if realistic is the right word for it, but like, less demanding, I think. I think that's a good way to go about it, man. Like, less, and it puts less stress on me as well, because I'm like, I can just chill with the night. You can let the night flow. You can see these people that you don't see all the time, and like, oh, it's so good. It was interesting, too, because as the night was winding down, I actually ran into uh, my ex-girlfriend there, and we actually had an awesome chat. So, that wasn't too bad. Like, we were both just basically talking about what we'd been up to lately, like I met a new boyfriend and everything. And it was surprisingly not weird. And the, what saying that might sound weird, but like I, I feel good about it, man. It's like I feel like less of a shit person in the fact that I can interact with someone that that you've got like this kind of history with, but like you can put bullshit behind you and understand the fact that you both just care that each other have a good life regardless of whether you're in it or not i think that's the best way to go about it because like when i was leaving work today i was talking to someone who works there who um i almost who's um that person i almost had a thing with that i was telling you guys about a while ago um and we're on a good level as well like because just things didn't work out how we either of us wanted them to just yeah sometimes it just doesn't work out And she has an ex-boyfriend that came into where we work and he's known, like, and apparently he's been known to do that a couple of times and he's a bit of a weirdo. And she was just saying that I hate being like that in that sense with someone else, with uh, with them acting so fucking weird, I guess. Um, whereas she was quite happy that her and I can still respect each other as people, you know, like, (laughs) that sounds so dumb when you say it out loud like that, but more along the lines, I guess, of understand that shit doesn't always happen, and it's okay to just be friends with someone after anything happens, or doesn't, well, in our case, doesn't happen, but, you know, some bullshit like that, (laughs) just... Becoming okay with with being nice to people, I guess. There's no reason whatsoever that I have to hold a grudge against anyone in my life because I'm v- becoming very aware of the fact that any negative strain that, that, ho- that ho- takes a hold of my life 
is all on me. And there's a few ways that you can approach it. And is you can either let it weigh you down, get lost in it, only ever talk about that, wallow in the self-pity, and just be a fucking terrible person that you just that you you start to resent and other people start to resent and then you wonder why you're not like a social butterfly that you once were or you wonder why everything seems to piss you off more when you don't realize that there's all this shit that you're letting basically to be very cliche live rent free in your head and like all these other actions that you're doing that drag you down way lower than you ever intended yourself going. And if you can understand that that shit is like a product of your own fault and accept that, then I believe personally that you can start to do something about that. Because when you identify that it exists and you identify what it is, it almost makes it less scary because then you can kind of say, okay, I know what it is. Now I need to fucking do something about it. And like in my case, it was, oh, I'm being angry at these people that I have absolutely no right to be angry slash upset about. Why? Why don't I just let it go and focus on myself and be a better me? And that's what I've been trying to do now. And I feel like that's what I have done. Not, I'm not a better me yet, I wouldn't say, but I have like let all that shit go. Hence, that one of the reasons I actually started the podcast to kind of like vent in all that shit, I guess. But no, I um managed to get it, um, get into a nice mindset these days. Like I still stress here and there, but I think that's just kind of human. But I yeah, get into the mindset of. Accepting responsibility. You got to be able to accept responsibility for the fact that you tend to, like, that very, it's hard. (coughs) Sorry. You got to accept responsibility for the fact that it's almost never anyone's external influence that affects what's happening to you. Like, what, what you're doing, I should say. In the sense of, let's say, because this is a big one that used to get me, was I used to waste tons, like hours on hours on hours on hours daily playing tons of video games. Especially when I was in a teenage, when when I was a teenager, when I was in a teenage years, was what I was going to say. That's not a sentence. Um, I was doing that for hours and I didn't accomplish anything for it. And like... And I'm, I was on my own doing it too. So I w- it wasn't even like I was sitting around with some friends talking shit while I did it. And f- like I got better at doing it less and less and less. And I feel a bit like about <sighs> around the start of the year, I s- intentionally dropped off doing that a lot more. And because of it, first of all, I have less desire to do anything like that when I'm on my own that's super time wasty that feels super time wasty when I'm in the the when I'm like on my own when I could be productive and I find that I can do more with that time instead of like 
oh, I'm going to fucking play games for four hours. Oh, it's three in the morning. What have I done? It's like, oh, I've got, like, oh, it's 10 p.m. I can get, I, what can I do? I can learn some shit. I can watch a good podcast. You know, I can listen to some good stuff. And then I can go to bed before midnight. Trying to be a bit more of an adult. Oh, loudy. Jesus Christ, I'm 20 minutes through and I haven't, and I've barely finished my weekend. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to break it down, basically. On um Sunday, I did something very fancy, very unlike me. Was I, uh... Wait, was it Sunday? Yes, it was on Sunday, sorry. When, when you go out on a Friday, it can kind of confuse your days when you're so used to going out on a Saturday. Um... On Sunday, uh, one of my very good friends had a lunch for her birthday. So her and I and another one of our friends went to um, the Sepultsfield Winery to have lunch together. It was fucking awesome, man. Like, But I felt very, very out of place in a fancy winery eating these fancy meals. Like, I was thinking about it. And I was like, I'm... <laughs> especially like my family we're when we go out it's like yeah we're gonna go get fucking schnitzel at the pub that was about the that's like the biggest extent that we get like <laughs> in the sense of that's our quote-unquote going out like when it was super basic because we're just hanging out and chatting but this was fucking awesome man i tried octopus for the first time in my life and man i was a fan i tried duck for the first time in my life and it, it made me realize that, like, oh, I should probably uh, expand my palate a bit more. Had a really good wine there. It was fucking sweet. And then they had a art gallery there, which was awesome. And there's a... But it was just a bummer that we got to the gallery in there a bit late. Because uh, one of the studios that's there is, like, a knife-making studio that this guy runs. And th they were closed, which was a bummer. Because that would be badass to go see some handmade, like, weapons. Ah, uh, man. I haven't really done anything t too much... Anything. Uh. I definitely haven't been doing English lessons. I haven't really done too much else this week. Uh, more than anything else, I, um, I've been just focusing on jiu-jitsu this week a bit more. Because uh, at the end of next month, I will be competing at Grappling Industries... And now that I've said it out loud, I'm going to have to fucking do it. Because I was kind of tossing it up in my head. I was like, should I, shouldn't I? And then, like, earlier in the week, I was like, fuck it, just do it. The worst that will happen is you'll lose. And I've done that fucking, like, seven, eight times already. And it wasn't that bad. Um, So I just got to figure out if I'm going to go up a, up a weight class or stand the one I was in. Uh, just like little bullshit like that, but I'm very much looking forward to it. So we've got more training sessions now, and just it feels nice to kind of not that you never, not that I've never had like a goal that I was working towards, like because the goal is always just to get better. But it's nice having a short term goal of I want to improve as quick as I can in this period of time because I'll be competing here, which um, both which is both very exciting and very fucking nerve-wracking because it's like oh can i really cr can i get enough in here 
that I'm confident enough when I step on that mat. And I I'm I'm I feel like, I, but I feel like it, what I'm about to say I'll feel like this every single time. Um, I feel like I'll feel more confident than ever because I'm more experienced than I was last time. And I'm going to say the thing next, say the same thing next time, and then the time after that, and the time after that. But that's cool. It's just what we do. I'm very excited to compete, though. I'm fucking nervous, but... <laughs> it's, like, I'm quite tired right now, and, like, just talking about it's got me kind of pepped up, thinking, like, yeah, man, i got a bloody pep in my step right now. <laughs> oh, man, I'm psyched. What else have I got up to this week? Nothing too major, just hanging out, like, just hanging out, like, with my buddy Rip this week as much as I can, which has been awesome. Bloody rock, what... Hmm. Watched Rush Hour 2 this week. Fucking holds up. Holds up better than you think it would. It's not It's not a 10 out of 10 movie. Don't get me wrong. It's not Arrival. Fucking love Arrival. But, you know, it's fun as fuck. And there's nothing wrong with a movie just being a bit of fun. I'm trying to... I, do, I am going to get back into movies a bit more. And I might try to start recommending movies here and there. I don't know. That's no promise of mine, but... I've not been to the movies for about a month now, I think. Which is very odd of me. I need to... Probably should go see something again soon. Because I really do want to see, like, Kingsman. That looks really cool. There's a, there's a few things out that I do want to see. That I uh, definitely should. Because the th- I, the theatre experience is better. In my humble opinion. What else did I get up to this week? Um... Oh, I had, like, a, a little complaint that I was talking about with some friends. Um, this is so petty. Oh, like, if you guys would love to hear a first world problem, you're about to hear one. Um, so I pre-ordered a book on Amazon. I pre-ordered Jocko Willink's book called Discipline Equals Freedom. This book came out. Uh, it released on the 17th of October, I believe. I'm probably wrong, but it, it it released around the middle of October, and I pre-ordered it at the beginning of October, and my understanding from that was that the way that Amazon would work is that they'd ship it, and then it would be here, but then once the actual date ticked over, it um would then officially be open for me, like, it would officially be okay for me to go pick it up. But instead, what happened was when the when it was officially released, that's when they just decided to ship it, which it's such a first world problem, and it's a very small thing to complain about. I understand, but it just had me thinking, like, oh man, what was the point in pre-ordering then? I didn't really feel like I had any benefits of it. Maybe I pre-ordered too late is my only thought, but hey, just things that happen. Um, jeez, I'm getting close to the half hour mark. I better start wrapping this up. Uh, my album for you to listen to this week is a bit more... In- I can't... What the fuck did I recommend last week? Jeez, I don't even remember. Sorry, guys. Fuck, what did I recommend last week? Doesn't matter. Um, hopefully whatever it was, you listened to it. Uh, my album recommendation for this week is a hardcore band called Lionheart. All one word, Lionheart. Their album, Love Don't Live Here. It's a really good album, man. Like, 
I only recommend good albums. It's nice and short. Like, all the songs are... Checking now, all the songs except one of them are under three minutes. One of the songs goes for three minutes, 20. How dare you? Messing up the perfect streak. Yeah, it goes for tw- 27 minutes, 31 seconds, this whole fucking album. And th- checking their um, Wikipedia page now, and they're like under their own record label as well, which is sick. I think they're breaking up now, though, which is a bummer. But for a pretty intense hardcore band like this to be doing that shit is cool. Alright, which song should I recommend? Uh, I'm going to go with ones that have music videos. I'll go with the song... I'll go with Love Don't Live Here. That's the first song I heard of theirs. That was the one that made me go, fuck yeah, these guys are sick. If I could describe what it would make you want to do... Like, it's one of the, the those hardcore bands that are, like... It's kind of really beat-downy, and when it's, like, building up and stuff, it just... <laughs> it makes you think of, like, man, I'm going to fucking hit a bench press real hard. Like, it makes you want to be doing something intense. Like, I'm going to go run. I'm going to do something really physical. Which is cool, because I listened to it in the gym the other day, and I had a great workout. Um... So I guess I should start wrapping it up this week. This week. Tonight. Um, What does this week see me doing? Man. Friday night, I'm not 100% sure what I'm doing. Um, I'll try to find something to do. Saturday, I think I'm free all day. And then Sunday, I got some plans that hopefully I can talk about on Thursday. That'll be a lot of fun. And the rest of the week, fuck, I've not got too much to do. Rest of the week, I'm just going to find a fucking banger album to recommend to you guys. That's my promise. And I'm just going to try to be a bit better. Yeah, that works. All right. I'll talk to you next week, guys. Have a great week.